are Locked On Giants, your daily San Francisco Giants podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to Locked On Giants Baseball, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Ben Kaspik, and on this show, we provide daily episodes Monday through Friday, approximately 15 to 20 minutes in length, talking about the San Francisco Giants in a way that's data-driven and rational, but also simple, passionate, and accessible to all. Coming up on today's show, we're going to preview the winter meetings, which get going today. Unfortunately, these winter meetings have to be virtual, of course, but normally the winter meetings in baseball are the biggest event of the offseason. And so there's been some talk that even though these winter meetings are not in person, the activity level could duplicate winter meetings from years past. So this is a big deal because it's been a very quiet offseason thus far. So we'll get into what the Giants are going to be looking to accomplish at this year's virtual winter meetings. First, a little bit about me. I've been a contributor for the baseball analysis sites Beyond the Box Score and Fangraphs as a Rotographs contributor. I started a Giants podcast called Covecast in 2015 and then started hosting this show prior to the 2019 season. So I thought we would take today to put together a Giants winter meetings wish list. It is the holiday season. It is wish list time. And hopefully the winter meetings bring us some activity in what's been a really slow MLB offseason. There was a trade today between the Reds and the Angels. Rysel Iglesias, really good relief pitcher, moving to the Angels in this trade. So hopefully that's a sign of things to come here with a early morning Monday trade. Hopefully that previews uh, a week with a lot of activity. And before we get into the wish list, I also want to say that we heard Farhan Zaidi in this YouTube event put on by the Giants a few days ago. He was saying that he believes the activity is about to pick up and that there would be a lot of activity in the winter meetings. So that's great to hear. The Giants have a lot on their wish list. So let's just jump it right into what that wish list is. So the three main items that we're going to talk about today on the Giants' wish list are starting pitching, a versatile left-handed bat, and veteran right-handed relief pitching. So we're going to talk about why these are needs for the Giants and then who are some of the leading candidates potentially in free agency. So starting pitching, we've talked about starting pitching all winter ever since the season ended, that this was going to be a big need for the Giants. So I'm going to talk about why exactly that is. So when people think of the San Francisco Giants, they often think about starting pitching. Starting pitching was a huge key to their championship era there in the early 2010s. Lincecum, Kane, Bumgarner, Jonathan Sanchez even, these guys were the foundation for those championship seasons. So people still kind of, when they think about the Giants, even now, assume that they have good starting pitching, but they don't. The fact is that their starting pitching right now is definitely in a state of transition. 2020 was an interesting year because they got really good production out of a couple of guys that they had brought in via free agency in Kevin Gosman and Drew Smiley. But overall, the Giants starting pitching in 2020 
Of course, 60-game season, not 162 games. But they had a 4.99 ERA, which was 10th worst in Major League Baseball. The peripherals were better, meaning basically some of the underlying numbers suggested that they should have performed better than that. And in fact, they were in the top half of the league in fielding independent pitching, which can often be more indicative of talent than ERA is. So it's a little bit hard to gauge exactly, but if we if we look at the individuals, we can get a, a clearer picture of what's going on here. The Giants' top two starting pitchers in 2020 were pretty clearly Kevin Gosman and Drew Smiley. Smiley did this. He had the second highest Fangraphs wins above replacement, despite pitching only 21 and a third innings. That's just how dominant he was. Third was Tyler Anderson. So... The three additions that Farhan Zaidi and Scott Harris made last offseason really ended up panning out as they turned into the Giants' top starters. And the, the guy, I don't know if everyone remembers this, but going into the season, a lot of people were assuming that Jeff Samarja was like the ace of the staff. But he had had a pretty good ERA the previous season, but the peripherals were alarming and suggested that massive regre- regression was coming. And Samarja was by far the Giants' worst starting pitcher in 2020. He had a 9.72 ERA with a 9.01 fielding independent pitching, meaning the way he pitched, he deserved a 9.72 ERA. There was nothing fluky about it. That's kind of what that means. So if you take Samarja out, I mean, they would have probably made the postseason if Samarja hadn't pitched and made those four starts. I don't know who else they would have gone to there, but they probably would have done better than a 9.72 ERA. Johnny Cueto was a disappointment also in 2020 along with Samarja. So the veteran holdovers from the old regime really providing nothing. The benefit, like the good thing, it's it's rough to say it, but addition by subtraction losing Jeff Samarja as his contract with the Giants is finally up. But Johnny Cueto has another year remaining, so he'll be back. He provided flashes of being good in 2020, but ultimately he ended up with a 5.4 ERA. Logan Webb, there was high hopes coming into the season for him too, but he himself had a 5.73 ERA. Trevor Cahill also made six starts for the Giants in 2020 and was solid, but he's a free agent too right now. So looking ahead to 2021, they just have Gosman, Smiley left via free agency, Tyler Anderson was just non-tendered, Logan Webb is back in the picture. Johnny Cueto is back in the picture, but that's it. Gosman, Webb, and Cueto. Those are the only three who made starts this year that are for sure going to be back in 2021. So that is why the Giants are in need of starting pitching. They have some young players in their minor league system who may be able to pitch in the rotation in 2021, But nothing is set in stone. There's certainly not some pitcher who was in the high levels of the minors, who's performed well at the high levels of the minors, and is just ready to get inserted right into the starting rotation. So they want to make sure that they are able to give young players opportunity. Tyler Beattie is also coming back from Tommy John surgery, but is expected to miss at least a month. So they're going to keep their options open. They don't want to just fill out a full rotation with veterans who are going to be unable to be taken out of the rotation. 
but it's just clear and obvious that they're going to be shopping for at least a couple of veteran starting pitchers, probably via free agency. So that starting pitching is number one on their winter meetings wish list. And I wouldn't be surprised at all if they end up making a signing in the in the next few days, possibly even today. Last year at the winter meetings, that's when they signed Kevin Gosman. It's also when they made the Will Wilson trade. So coming up next, we'll talk about the next item on the Giants winter meetings wish list, a versatile left-handed bat. But before we get into it, I want to talk about our good friends over at Built Bar. If you know me, you know that I love these bars. And I wouldn't be saying that about these bars if they weren't so low in sugar, because I'm a health conscious person and I'm not going to be eating a protein bar that basically is a candy bar. But what's great about Built Bar is that they taste like a candy bar. They taste like candy, except they're somehow very low in sugar and high in protein. Bars are covered in 100% chocolate and they're soft and easy to chew. I'm going to give an example of the nutritional facts about one of these bars. The peanut butter bar has 19 grams of protein, just 180 calories, and 5 grams of sugar. Built Bar has reset the promo code for this relaunch. There's a free cooler with every purchase while supplies last. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get 20% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. All right, as promised, here in the second half of the show, we're going to talk about the next item on the Giants' 2020 Winter Meetings wish list. So we've established that the Giants are in need of starting pitching. It's not even a question for debate because they only have really a couple of guys that are set in stone to be in that opening day rotation, assuming they're healthy. And that's Kevin Gosman and Johnny Cueto. I don't think Logan Webb is going to be promised an opening day rotation spot after the way he pitched this year. Tyler Beatty is going to be, you know, missing a month because of the Tommy John surgery he had last year. So that's two guys out of five, at least, that you need in your starting rotation. So they're going to be shopping for those veteran pitchers. But the next item is a versatile left-handed bat. And this is one that has been kind of talked about by a lot of different people in the Giants universe this winter. But seemingly, there's not a consensus on whether the Giants were talking about their need for an outfielder or an infielder. We've seen a lot of people saying the Giants are looking for a lefty outfielder, but my understanding is that it's actually a lefty infielder that's a bigger priority. If you were paying any attention this year, you saw and realized that the Giants' offense massively overperformed most people's expectations. On this show, we talked a lot going into the season about how they were underrated, their ability to get matchups and the coaching staff was going to have an underrated impact. And that's exactly what we saw. And so on the offensive side, that's not a huge need when we're talking about their off-season or, or winter meetings wish list. But there is one clear need to me that needs to be addressed, and they've been clear that they're going to address it. And that is a left-handed infielder and by versatile which they have said themselves they're looking for a versatile left-handed bat i believe that means someone who can play third and second and they did sign jason vossler 
earlier this winter to a major league contract, and he is definitely someone who could take that role. But I don't know that they want to just rely on this guy who's never had a major league plate appearance to fill that role, although they did say they believe he can be a good player, not an everyday player, but a guy who gets about 300 plate appearances. So to me, that says a platoon player, someone who they do not let face left-handed pitching very often, and that's kind of exactly what we're talking about. And Vossler can play third, second, and first. He's even played some shortstop. But again, this is an item on the wish list because Vossler is so unproven. But I'm going to demonstrate exactly why this is a need for the Giants. So at third base and second base, basically the only players who have who logged playing time there for the Giants in 2020 were Evan Longoria, Donovan Solano, and Wilmer Flores. Mauricio Dubon could also play those positions, but I don't think he did. I think he only played shortstop and center field and mostly center field. Daniel Robertson was another guy who who could have played those positions, but he's right-handed. So the point there is that Longoria, Solano, Flores, Dubon, Robertson, whoever it was, they're all right-handed. And looking at kind of who's the weakest link right now in the offense, you could make a case that it's Evan Longoria against right-handed pitching. Longoria has a big name, but he's been below average offensively three out of the last four years. And the one year he wasn't below average, he was just one tick above average, and that was in 2019. But if we look at what Evan Longoria has done in a Giants uniform against right-handed pitching... He's taken 838 plate appearances, and his slash line is a 239 average, a 289 on base percentage, and a 402 slugging. And overall, that's a 85 weighted runs created plus, meaning it's offensive production that's about 15% worse than league average offensive production. So that's not good. I mean, and most pitchers are right-handed. So Longoria is often hitting in the middle of a lineup, giving you just below average offense from a position third base where you typically want to have good offense. I mean, you want good offense everywhere, but third base is a position where you typically need to have good offense. With the Giants against left-handed pitching, Longoria has actually been 12% above average, hitting 273 with a 330 on base and 474 slugging. So that is a stark difference for anyone who has doubts about whether or not the Giants should be platooning a lot. 273 average, 330 on base, 474 slugging versus against righties. 239 average, 289 on base, 402 slugging. Just night and day. And so mostly I would say this is a huge priority just below starting pitching is to find a platoon partner for Evan Longoria. I've also heard People talk about how this is a, a bench player that they're looking for, but the guy who faces righties is actually the primary third baseman. So they're kind of looking for a primary third baseman, I would say. And then Longoria becomes more of a bench player. Like think Darren Ruff, but in the infield. Ruff made an impact when he was out there, but he was not out there all the time because he's in that weak side of a platoon role. So that, I would say, is what they should be looking to do with Evan Longoria, and it probably is what they're looking to do with him. 
So it's kind of a seismic shift for the Giants who have been playing Longoria like a full-time player ever since they acquired him. But he's not very good. I mean, he's a weak link in their offense right now. And so this, they can get a lot of mileage out of finding a good platoon partner for him. And at second base, they've got, you know, Solano and Flores also in that mix. And so having someone who could play some second, if you need to give those guys a day off and and you let Evan Longoria make a start against a righty because he's not the worst and he's going to give you solid defense there, you want a bat who can play some second base as well. So we've mentioned Tommy LaStella. We've mentioned D.D. Gregorius. They signed Jason Vossler. This is a area that's really significant. And honestly, to me, Tommy LaStella makes a lot of sense because he just crushes right-handed pitching. So if you pair crushing right-handed pitching LaStella with does well against left-handed pitching Longoria, you combine those two players and you've got really, really good production all of a sudden. So those are the two biggest items on the list. Right-handed relief pitching. I don't need to tell you that the Giants bullpen this year melted down at times, and it was usually their right-handed relievers who were doing the melting down. Trevor got uh, blew three games in four days, including like a five-run lead, just historic collapse. Sam Coonrod, if he could have saved that game against the Padres that he blew in the last weekend, Giants probably make the postseason. So they're they're just in need of a stabilizing right-handed relief presence, and that is why right-handed relief pitching, veteran right-handed relief pitching, is a present that the Giants hope to give themselves this winter meetings. So that kind of sets it up. Hopefully we've got rumors, we've got press conferences with management that are coming all week long. So be sure to come back tomorrow and we'll provide the latest updates from the winter meetings that get going today, virtually of course. If you enjoyed this show, please consider rating it or leaving a review in the Apple Podcast Store. You can follow me on Twitter at Ben Kaspic. That's K-A-S-P-I-C-K. Thank you so much for listening. I can't wait to be with you again tomorrow. And until then, we'll see you next time.